Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. This is Jim, and of course with me, we have the office goddess, Laura. Hello everybody. And then we have a special guest today, and uh, Eddie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Yeah, I'm Eddie Knezovich, West Point Financial Group and Next Level Continuing Education. Nice, nice. Very cool. So, you guys do a lot of education, CE, that really benefits real estate agents, yeah, primarily targeted for real estate professionals is kind of how the inception or the birth of the next level continuing education happened. And um, and then through that, it actually evolved into our practice and our primary focus and everything that we do is helping people in the real estate community, around the real estate community, uh, from the education side and then also from the financial planning and uh, execution side as well. Nice. Sounds great. Nice. This would be a very good episode for everybody. So, but first let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. All right, we are back. So tell us, how, how did you come to focus on? Real estate agents. Yeah, so it's actually really interesting. So one of my one of our partners in Next Level Continuing Education, uh, Ryan Miracle, he is an awesome, awesome, awesome resource in the mortgage community. And him and I partnered up back in late 2015, early 2016, and we were bouncing ideas. He was one of my clients back in the day on the financial planning side, um, and we started bouncing ideas off one another. And I said. What if we started doing seminars for real estate professionals and um, you know started to engage and bring more people in the community and start traveling around to these different offices and teaching them content that was actually relevant to their day-to-day practice? And he was like, oh man, that sounds like a fabulous idea. So and he's more of an execution guy, I'm more of an ideas guy. So he created a presentation and was like, let's teach. And I was like, oh crap, I got to create a presentation. Okay, let's go. So he kind of put, put some fire underneath my butt and, uh, and kind of the rest evolved from there. So we started out back then, and I actually remember this, it's really funny. Um, we started out in Newark, Ohio of all places. And um, we had an agent that was a mutual friend of his that was allowing us to get into um, different libraries. And we were teaching just four or five agents at a time, a class. And so for him, it would get him in front of four or five agents that he could potentially get business from, or he could also sell his services to. And then for me, it would get me in front of four or five people in an hour versus me going out and meeting with five people throughout the week individually. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is going to, you know, hopefully blow my practice up. Um, And so kind of fast forward, the, the inception of it was there. And then as time went on, Um, They turned into larger events. We were starting to go into specific offices and do it for the entire office. And then one course turned into two, turned into three, turned into four or five people building on top of it and doing it every single month. And then we made it a standing monthly thing. And then 
eventually we were renting out libraries and filling the libraries with people. Um, and we were getting like anywhere from 80 to 100 visitors per month for our events. Nice. Um, and then nice. obviously the pandemic hit and that had to shift everything to more of an online focus. And uh, so we've kind of been going forward from there and, you know, it's evolved. It's still, we're still doing the exact same thing at the core, but, um, you know, now we're all digital, all virtual, and we actually just broke into our second state. So we're now doing, oh, very we're now cool. doing Ohio and Florida and um, we're averaging anywhere from 300 to 400 participants per course when we host them virtually now. Wow. Very um, nice. So yes, yeah, so we're, we're getting, getting in front of a lot of agents and our practice on the financial planning side has transformed and now we've got close to 300 agents in Ohio that are clients of ours. So, um, you know, our focus is realtors, his focus is realtors. It works out really nicely. And, um, and that's obviously, you know, how we originally met you guys too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how, how'd that happen? You contacted us? Yeah, we did. Cause we know Ryan Miracle. Right. We, I think Miracle actually linked us all together. I think he I think was the so. one who actually put something on and was like, Hey, we could add a third hour. And I, I remember, I forget which office we did it for, but you guys joined us for one for an office. And then you guys actually came down and did one for us for one of our regular events. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how it transformed. But it's been... Just kind of went from there. It's been a few years yeah, now. It's been, I mean, since 2016 for us, which is crazy. Like, we were looking at a video the other day. He actually emailed us our first advertisement on YouTube. And um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a beard. <laughs> I was like 20 pounds heavier. And... Uh, and uh, he, he, he looked a lot younger too. And it was, uh, it's before we had gray hairs in our head, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. So it's been a, it's been a cool journey and it's evolved into this thing. And um, at this point I'm very hands off with it. I'll be honest. Uh, my team kind of handles it for me and I just show up to teach. Nice. That's very, very nice. nice though. Yeah. I always like the teaching. That's fun. The teaching is fun. I like getting in front of people and talking and... and we've shifted a lot of our stuff to virtual classes as well. We have a couple of agents now. It's like, hey, do you guys come do in-person training? Yeah. And that's like the unique thing now. It's like, mm -hmm. well, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people won't. We're, we're willing to. Like, we have some that reach out to us, like, one-offs. Like, we did one a couple months back. But, um, but most of the time, people are, like, completely cool with the virtual... Um, and you know, even outside of the teaching aspect of it, our practice, that's how our practice is transformed. Like we've maybe had five people in our office since March of last year. And I mean, I'm, you know, and if they want to come in, I'm cool with it. If they don't want to, I'm also completely cool with the virtual stuff. It doesn't bother me a bit. No, no the virtual is very time efficient. We yeah. noticed. Yeah, especially for us because we live so far out of Columbus. So if we're doing stuff virtually, that saves us two hours right there of driving. Well, exactly. And I mean, think about it from your guys' perspective. If you're meeting with prospective people that I haven't actually signed on, um, and I'll give you an example. You know, in my world, I would spend out of my 40 hours a week, I'd spend 20 hours driving to people's offices or their homes, 20 hours being in meetings. Right. And in the drive time, you'd get out there and half the time people would cancel on you, forget about you any of that kind of stuff in this new age virtual world. If somebody misses something, I'm right back into emails and follow right. up and calls and I don't leave my desk for, you know, 10 hours straight, but it's okay because it allows me the freedom in the time that I am doing what I want to do where I don't have to think about work. So for me, it's, it's been, the evolution has been really, really nice. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So real estate agents mm -hmm. there, I think they're all independent contractors for the most part. They are. Being independent contractors, there's a lot of financial stuff they need to be aware of in order to prepare themselves 
not only just for taxes but each for year, retirement. but mm-hmm. for retirement. And it's easy to ignore retirement because most of us think that's a long ways off. Well, especially yes. when you're like 20, 25, and you're like, yeah, I've got a few years to worry about well, that. Well, when you're then, 40, you got 25 more years left in theory. Yeah. But, right. <laughs> you know. That that's, feels like a long time. You're right. And the problem with America just inherently is when, when and, you know, I'm an old soul, so I understand this very well, but like your generation learned from your parents that you guys were supposed to save first and spend later. Did we just get called old? <laughs> no, you did not. You did not. <laughs> oh, but my generation, which is the worst generation, yes, I'm calling them that, the worst generation ever is is the generation that was spend first, save later. So the problem right now is we have all of the baby boomers and post-baby boomers, their children are getting of age where they're working and their focus is paying down student debt, traveling and things like that. And um, they aren't thinking about the things the way you were thinking about them and they're not thinking about the things the way that your parents were thinking about them. So we have this huge generational shift where everybody's focus is on this idea of perfection, but it's actually not reality in their own world. So what we have to do is educate people on, look, if you start, it's small changes, big results. So that's been our big push for the last year is like, look, we don't need to blow up everything that you're doing. You're not doing a horrible job, but if we could just save a hundred bucks a month, turn that hundred into 200, turn that 200 into 400, turn that 400 into 800. And we do that systematically for a long period of time. You're going to be in a far greater position than you ever would have been otherwise, and you're gonna be further ahead because you started earlier. So yes, there's a ton of education that needs to go around it. And another thing is our education system is failing us in that respect. I'll say the power of compound interest is amazing. I I did that with Megan. Our youngest daughter, actually. Yeah, showed her, hey, you put this this date, and you do nothing with it, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that rule of 72. Yeah. It kind of tells how how many years until it doubles, because she was well, she just turned nineteen today. But anyway, by the time she's six, it was so much more than she ever would imagine. Yes. I'm like, yeah, the compound interest. Yeah, compound Warren, interest is your friend. <laughs> yeah, Warren Buffett always says the most powerful tool in the world is compounding interest, and and it really, really, really is. But yeah, it's just it's weird. We're in a, we're in a strange time now where um, the you know the cost of living as a whole is still relatively low. But um, people don't have the benefits that they had back in the day. Pensions are almost non-existent. Right. Social Security is dying as a system. So it's and people are living longer, frankly, than they were 30, 40, 50 years ago. So we have to depend on our own personal savings. The, the, the job rests on our own shoulders. And so what I'm, I try to do is educate the young people, the people that are older than myself that haven't started planning and the people that are younger than me that don't care about this stuff yet, that if they can just start small and start today, that long-term it's going to yield massive results to their bottom line if they just take little baby steps. Yeah. And it won't take that much out of their bottom line either when you know they're worried about paycheck to paycheck because it doesn't need to be that much to start off. Exactly, exactly. So like, you know, we're a little bit different than a lot of our competition out there. There's a lot of companies out there that have minimums. They'll say, you know, we can't work with anybody that uh, doesn't have $250,000 or doesn't have a half a million dollars. And so like, I look at it like if you're coachable and you're somebody who wants to have an accountability partner to push you from where you're at today to where you ultimately wanna end up tomorrow, I wanna be that person walking hand in hand with them to kind of walk them through life and get them from point A to point B. 
Yeah, that's something. The schools don't teach any of this stuff. No, even when I was a kid, they didn't teach that. We had a problems of democracy where we learned how to balance a checkbook. That was it. Yeah. I never learned about savings or retirement or, you know, I'm sure they still don't teach that. So yeah, everything I learned is all pretty much just self-taught. Yeah. They, it's funny. They will teach you about, there's so many things that we see all the time. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I joke with my wife constantly about, I'm like, you know, we learned about quadrilaterals and parallelograms in school. And I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where in my practical application I'm ever going to utilize that information. But you know, balancing a checkbook, which credit card company to sign up with, which home loan interest rate to go with, which 30-year fixed versus 15-year fixed versus ARM. Why are they not teaching these things that everybody's going to have to learn in their life, but we end up learning it by stumbling through it. And we make a lot of mistakes that if we would have learned the right way early on, we wouldn't be in these messes that we're in as a society. Correct. Right. So it, it is, it's funny, but you know, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> so for the education, the, let's go back to the, the CE. Mm-hmm. How many classes do you have that, you can, that, are, that are good for like state credit for the real estate agents? So right now in Ohio, we're approved for five different hours as a group. So next level continuing education as a group has over 30 courses approved. Um, but our nice. financial planning portion of it uh, or the financial independence, financial education piece is about five courses. Um, but yeah, we do. We have a thirty-course rotation that we go through between all of our different arms. Oh, nice! That's okay. very cool. Yeah, you guys is. have gotten a lot bigger with that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. We've got a title rep that does it with us every month. Ryan Phillips, he's with Associates Title, okay. and then we have Ryan Miracle, and then we also have Elliot Feldman, who's an attorney, and he's doing like um, estate planning stuff and talking about probate and like how to avoid probate and titling very your properties nice. and. All that kind of so he's got a lot of interesting stuff too, but they are both of them are phenomenal, and um, yeah, the partnership has gotten really, really good across the board with everybody. We'll hear all kinds of ads for for financial stuff. They'll tell you you need to have so many million dollars by the time you retire. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people hear that and go, "I'm there's no way I'm going to save that much money." Mm-hmm. So it's like, why, why bother? Why, why bother? I'm not going to get to that point, um, and I don't think people need all that much money. Right in the very beginning, but mm-hmm. so what would be the very first thing for them to do to get started to find to know where they're at and that it is achievable to get there? Yeah, so the best thing to do is kind of take an inventory of what they already have in place. So what we always do with clients is we take them through. It's all about process, not product. So a lot of companies out there, they've got a shelf behind them that they're pulling products off of and they're jamming them down people's throat, and the goal is sell, 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 sell. And so we look at it like, look, it's not about the product, it's about the process. If you take people through a detailed process, no matter which step of the process they're at, depending on their current situation, you can, those different products will find their way into the equation. So if you're doing what's right for them and you don't care about the dollar signs and you're taking care of them, you'll, you'll turn a profit. So what we've always done in the way that I've always built my business is just be honest and, and educate people and consult like you would with your own mother or your own daughter or your own son. And so what we do is we take people through a very detailed process. And sometimes we don't end up having anything to put in place for people because they've already got everything taken care of. Other times they're a total disaster and it's, we've got to do this, 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 that, this. So what we do is we take them through and sometimes it's just, Hey, we need one or two things to solidify what they're currently doing or to change or maximize their overall situation. So what we do is 
first meeting that we have with anybody, it's information gathering session, kind of pressure testing everything that they currently have or currently are doing or aren't doing. Then the second meeting, uh, you know, our, our financial planning team will actually build out a roadmap, almost like a blueprint or think about like MapQuest. How do I get from where I'm at today to where I want to get tomorrow? And that MapQuest, then I go through that in our second meeting and I'm walking through and saying from a high level, here's some recommendations that could really enhance your situation. And then if they say, yes, I want to take the next steps forward, this, this all sounds good, then we start to open accounts, get funding, move money around, move assets, that kind of stuff. And then once we get everything kind of positioned, then we get more formal recommendations and we finalize whatever the plan is for that given year and we set up our touch point or our annual review. Um, once all of that kind of happens, then you know our process, at least for the first first half or the first year is complete and then we're you know, setting up reviews and we're just kind of touching base with them and building on the foundation that we've set. The best thing that people can do that haven't started today is, you know, automate savings. The biggest thing that people don't do in America is savings. Americans as a whole, the Census Bureau actually put this out, the average American household has less than $1,000 in checking and savings, which is so depressing. So what I would say is if you can automate savings, there's apps and tools out there where you can, you know, they're free. Some cost money, some are free, but where you can automate your savings, force yourself to put money to the side every single month. If you can just do that, that's that's a great starting point. Um, and then, you know, once you get a nice little chunk, you want to get your money working for you in the market. You want to protect your financial foundation. You want to eliminate debt and you want to grow your wealth as time goes on. So if you do those things and you do them in that order, um, your plan can work under most economic circumstances. So we sat down with you a couple of years yeah. ago. It's been years. And it's yeah. a very and it's not a pressure situation at all. It's very it's conversational. Yes. That's what do you, what do you want to do? Here's what you here's have. What, cool, you're you doing have. this. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, our our oldest daughter sat down with you. She has stuff set up. And then yes. Megan, our youngest, is next Got week. Got a meeting next week. I think next Friday she's meeting with you guys. Yeah, and all your stuff's grown a lot since we started working together. So it's been I like good. the word a lot. That is good. <laughs> It's so, been good. Yeah, you guys, you guys do a good job. The, the, the fees you guys charge is is something definitely different than a lot of the other places I've been with or I've talked to before. You're, because they some places will charge a lot of fees. Mm-hmm. Right. Those fees are compound growth I'm not going to get from that money because right. they're charging right. more than they, they need to. And over the long run, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. It, erodes, it erodes your portfolio. Yeah. Right. So we try to always be less expensive than our competition and provide more value. And we hope that if we do that, they'll stay with us for life. Yeah. So what's what's a real big mistake somebody does? It's like one big major mistake they do right with uh, with their retirement savings. Um, huge mistakes that we see is once they get beyond a certain asset level, um, leaving it in like uh, mutual fund based accounts, like. Once they hit like $150,000, $200,000, we see a lot of people that are still working with an ABC company of the world, B, you know, CDF company of the world, uh, that you know these companies, they have them just set it in the wrong products for their asset level. So they need to move out, get into uh, just di- different type of vehicle for their situation. Another big mistake that we see is, um, in, this is the biggest fear of most Americans from the Consumer Retirement Confidence Survey that was done a couple years back is people are afraid of running out of money. And so a lot of people don't, A, save enough. That's a huge mistake. Or they don't realize that their withdrawal rate, what they're actually going to need and what they... A lot of people think in their mind, I'm only going to need 2000 bucks a month in retirement when really two is actually four. 
and they don't realize, oh crap, I only planned for this, you know, and, and, I'm, and I was actually close with the, the line there. I was dancing on the line there. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, they, they run into those situations. So what we try and do is mitigate that risk, always pad the, the future so that it's, you know, we don't have those questions when we get there. Because right. you're going to live longer than what you expect. And that's right. just a fact. Most people aren't dying at 75, 80 anymore. Most people are living well into their 90s. And people that are born today, it's estimated based on health advancements um, and what uh, financial economists and healthcare uh, people will tell you that a child born today, average lifespan should be somewhere between 115 and 125. Really? Yes. I did not know yes. that one. So that is like, crazy. Like my son, like I might die in my nineties, but he's going to live well into 110, 120. So we have to plan like the old school mentality of plan to work till 65, die at 85. Well, now if you retire at 70, you're going to live 50 more years. So you have to plan for a long retirement. So you've got to save so much more than you did back then because of the problem longevity. of longevity. Well, you're only working 40% of your lifespan. Yeah. That's, it does sound you know kind of like fun, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is that you're going to be too old to enjoy it. Yeah. So, so it's balance. And that's, and that's a lot of things that we preach and teach, too, is balance. You know, you don't want to save everything and not enjoy life. And, you know, I, as an advisor, I struggle with that myself. I remember when we sat down, you asked us, do you want to take trips? Is there anything fun that we need to budget yeah. for? And we worked that into our plan. So for somebody that wants to travel and wants to do things, that's a viable option to work it into the plan so that nothing unexpected comes up. It's important. You've got to live. Like we're not, we don't live to work. We need, and you don't want to work to live. You know what I mean? So at the same right. time, you want to make sure that when you're building a strategy for your future, whatever that may be, that you enjoy the ride. If you're not enjoying the ride, it's not worth it in the end. Right. Yes. So there's always that work-life integration and make sure they that work, work well together. Very yeah. important. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, so. hey, thank you very much for doing, doing this. We've been wanting to do this for a while, but, you know, schedules. Life. But, yeah. <laughs> Babies. Babies. <laughs> Babies happened. Yep. So once again, um, how can people get a hold of you if they want to just, you know, yeah, you do in-person meetings, phone meetings? We do them in person. We do a lot of Zoom. Zoom is huge right now with COVID and the pandemic and everything. It's been very challenging for people to meet in person. We understand that, and we have adapted our practice to that. Everything that we do is all virtual and electronic at this point. So if anybody wants to move assets, if anybody doesn't want to uh, stay with the same carriers, insurance companies, or things like that, they're with all different uh, every different uh, company out here is doing everything electronic now, so we don't even have to meet in person. Um, you can be in the comfort of your home. You don't have to wear pants if you don't want to. And, uh, I, I call that <laughs> I call that the Zoom mullet. Professional <laughs> shirt top, pajamas down below. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so we we do all that stuff. Um, but if somebody wants to meet with us, our office is located over in Gahanna, Ohio, six seventy Morrison Road, two Suite two ten, Columbus, Ohio, Gahanna, Ohio four three two three zero. Best way to reach me is on my cell phone. I always give that out to everybody, any prospective client and my own clients, uh, 614-648-2440. Again, telephone number 614-648-2440. Best way to reach us for the continuing education stuff is miller at next-level.live. And that is Ryan Miller, my business partner. He is the best person to reach out to for the CE stuff. So um, yep. We really enjoyed meeting with you guys today. That yeah, was fun. Yeah, well, Lauren, I can definitely attest for you guys. Good guys. You're not going to rip anybody off. You know, no. Because they're very honest with what's going on and very, 
friendly, laid back. I mean, we trusted back. our kids with them. Well, yeah, so we that, our kids that says a lot. Yeah. Well, and our kids are like, they're they're odd because they're like. 19 and 20. Yeah, and they're, just sa- and they're saving. And they're saving. And Kate's one of the saves since she's like 14 for retirement. Yeah. Which is kind of bizarre. That is bizarre. It's good. It's and good. Yeah. We will not argue that. <laughs> I, right. I think it's a good thing, though. Yep. Well, well hey, right. it was fun meeting with you guys today, and um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you very much. It right. was great. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.